You're listening to Trinity Fremont's Sermon Podcast, where you can hear God's Word preached each and every week. Our purpose at Trinity is to raise up Christ's followers in our families and in our communities. We pray that as you listen to this week's sermon, you'll be encouraged and equipped to live out your faith in all that you do. This is one of those examples of the times where uh, I've found it very helpful. When Paul puts the, the service and the songs together, he, uh, he puts it together in a Spotify playlist, because uh, it took me like five times listening through this to be able to get some of these words down. And so uh, that goes out in the trunk line every week. And so if you're wondering, hey, what are we singing? And especially if there's a new song or one that you really like, get, check, check out that Spotify playlist this, today or tomorrow, because uh, he'll change it over maybe even this afternoon. But that helps, uh, that helps me prepare for worship uh, so that I can uh, be able to, to sing uh, and know what, what's coming up. But how many of you have ever said, or whether it's out loud or thought or maybe even, even posted on social media, I just, I feel so blessed today, right? And, and if, you've, if you've done that, my question is, what made you feel that way, right? When you think of blessed, what, what makes you feel blessed? This week I decided to see, well, what do, what do people saying? What, what are people posting? And so uh, I know a lot of you know this, but like hashtag uh, in, in social media, if you use a hashtag, it's a way to categorize something. Um, and so then you can later go back and, and you can search what you categorized under that hashtag or what other people did. Uh, and so if you want to see what other people are saying about the Huskers, you can search hashtag Huskers on social media and you'll see what people have said. Uh, or it can be Husker football or volleyball or basketball, and then you can see what they're saying about football, volleyball, and basketball. And, and so today, I was like, what are people saying uh, about blessed, about hashtag blessed? And so I just did a quick search on Facebook, uh, typed in hashtag, hashtag blessed in the search bar, and up popped 13 million posts. I didn't read them all. Uh, but I started to scroll through them, and as I was looking through them, I saw a number of different uh, categories within that, that blessed category. And, and so the, first, the very first one that I saw, and the one that seemed to kind of keep coming up more and more often, uh, had something to do with wealth or money. Like, that I'm able to, you know, buy this new vehicle, or buy this new house, or, or go on this wonderful vacation, or whatever it was, and, and so they, you know, post about the vacation, hashtag blessed, or the, the car, or whatever it was, but the most often post that I saw that people put hashtag blessed behind was something to do with wealth. Another one that I saw come up pretty often was health. Right, just I feel good, uh, or up out of bed today. Hashtag blessed, or um, you know, even maybe they had some health struggles last year, but this year's a new year and and new me, and so nothing's going to hold me back. And and so I saw a lot of posts about health. Uh, I also saw job status. Right, maybe I got a new job, I got a promotion in my job, uh, something along those lines, or one that I didn't expect uh, was food. Um, I saw a lot of people post a picture of their plate of food, and that was hashtag blessed. I was like, oh, okay. Um, and, you know, people seeing that they're blessed through food, and I get that. Uh, one that I found was this interesting was like, uh, I, I felt it was showing off a little bit, but uh, able to purchase two dozen eggs today, hashtag blessed. 
But then there were other ones, like woke up and saw a beautiful sunset today, blessed. Or uh, family was another one that came up quite a bit, like a new child that was born or a celebration of an anniversary or a birthday uh, or, or a wedding or things like that. And so I started to wonder, what, what would Facebook's Beatitudes be? Right? That's what we read in Matthew. The title of that section is The Beatitudes. Well, what would Facebook's Beatitudes? And so I, I helped Facebook out a little bit and wrote their Beatitudes for them. And they go like this, Blessed are the wealthy, for they shall need not lean on anyone for anything. Right? That's what I saw about a lot of the, the wealth hashtag blessed posts, or I don't need anyone for anything. I can, I can take care of, I can go on my own vacation, I can buy my own car. Sometimes I can even buy a car for my spouse without them knowing, and that's some level of wealth, right? Uh, knowing that that doesn't end the relationship, uh, that's, a, that's an incredible level of wealth. Oh, or blessed are the healthy, for nothing shall hold them back. Blessed are the powerful, for they shall command honor and respect from all, right? Those, whether it's, whether it's status within your job or uh, within an elected position or even just social media status, right? People look at, at what I post and they buy things based on posts or they wear things based on what I post. That's a, you know, blessed are the powerful. And blessed are those who have food, for they shall never be hungry. Again, that kind of goes back around with that wealth category, not needing anyone, anything from anyone, but, but even with, you know, with food, like I can kind of, I've got my food. I've got my most basic need, food and water, so I'm taken care of. Right, and so as I was looking at that, what I realized was according to the world, according to Facebook, to be blessed is to be materialistic, wealthy here on this earth. Right, to be blessed is to be materialistic wealth, materialistically wealthy here on this earth. And if that's your definition of blessed, my question is, what's enough? Right, if, if, if to be blessed is to be wealthy enough, I remember growing up as a kid that all I needed was a million dollars and I'd be happy. And then as I got older, I started to like spend that million dollars and actually put money behind the house that I wanted or the car that I wanted or whatever I wanted, and boy, that million dollars went away real quick. Well, so maybe 10 million would be enough or, or 100, right? How, if you had 100 million dollars, I think, would you be okay? And then you, then you spend the 100 million, you're like, but maybe just a little bit more, right? So is there ever enough when it comes to wealth or, or health? You know, this last year, I've had a lot of fun ups and downs with health, Right? And, and so I kept telling myself throughout this, boy, if I could just get my back to a place where I can have my labrum repair surgery in my hip, then I'll be good. And then my back got healthy enough. And so then it was, well, if I can just get through this surgery, then, then things will be better. And then it was, if I could just get off crutches, then things will be better. And then it, was, and then it is, if I can just squat below 90 degrees, then things will be better. But then it'll be, well, what, now I can squabble on 90 degrees, but when I can play volleyball or when I can r run, no, no, it'll never be when I can run. Uh, what if I could just play volleyball? Then things would be better. But then I'm reminded on some days when I wake up and I get out of bed and I go, oh, I'm not 21 anymore. And I'm just sore from sleeping. 
right? So never will I be healthy enough to be healthy enough. Or, right, will I ever be powerful enough? Will I ever be, you know, will I ever have enough influence over everyone else? Will I ever have enough food? Like, you know, will I ever be, have enough food to be able to throw a bunch of it away or whatever it is? Is there ever enough? At least when you're using the world's definition of what it is to be blessed. What's Jesus' definition of what it is to be blessed? Well, he, he tells us very bluntly. And, and contrast this with the world's definition of blessed. Jesus doesn't say blessed are the wealthy. Jesus says blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Right, so Jesus is hashtag blessed. Those who are blessed are those who are poor in spirit, those who mourn, those who are meek, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, those who are merciful, those who are pure in heart, those who are peacemakers, and those who are persecuted. It's almost the exact opposite. It is pretty much the exact opposite of the world's definition of what it means to be blessed. And not only is it opposite there, but they're actually talking about opposite kingdoms, right? Today, for it to be blessed is to be materialistically wealthy here on this earth, according to the world. But that's here today, right? And it's how I feel, right? Tomorrow, my million dollars might not be enough. Today, I feel blessed, but tomorrow, maybe I don't feel so blessed because I spent some of my million, right? Or I was really healthy today, but tomorrow, I, I'm not so healthy, so I must not be blessed anymore, right? But Jesus, when he's talking, he's not talking about here on this earth only. He's talking about here on this earth and in the kingdom of heaven, and that's not a, a fleeting thing. It is a forever thing, today and always. And so today I want to touch on just a few of the Beatitudes, a, a few of the ways that Jesus says that people, that you are blessed. And when, when Jesus starts this, again, this is in the Sermon on the Mount. It's the, the most famous sermon ever preached. And not only does Jesus talk about what it means to be blessed, not only is this the first one, but it's the first thing he says in this sermon. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. All right, if I'm starting a sermon about what it means to be blessed, this is not how I would start it if I were Jesus, because I'd want, I w- I'd want to attract people in. And this doesn't seem very attractive. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, this doesn't mean that materialistic uh, poverty is a virtue, right? This doesn't mean Jesus is saying, go and sell everything that you have and become a monk. 
But what Jesus is saying is that those who recognize their spiritual poverty, those who realize that they need God, they are the ones who are blessed. Last week in Bible class, we were talking through uh, Francis Pieper's fundamental doctrines. It was a super fun conversation. Believe me, it really was, even though it might not sound like it. It was really fun. But Francis Pieper gives five fundamental doctrines, five things that to be, not just, not to be Lutheran, but to be a Christian, these are fundamental. All Christians believe the same thing, and if they don't believe this, then they're not Christian. But the very first fundamental doctrine is that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. That's how Jesus starts his conversation about what it means to be blessed. The recognition that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. And when I recognize that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior, when you recognize that you're a sinner in need need of a Savior, what does Jesus give to you? The kingdom of heaven. When, When sinners... When poor, miserable sinners come to Him, when they come to Him in the waters of baptism, when they come to Him in confession, when they come to Him and hear His Word, when they come to Him to receive His body and blood, Jesus gives them absolutely everything. Jesus says, all that I have, my whole kingdom is yours. You are my child. I'm going to offer you forgiveness. I offer you nourishment on my body and my blood. I give to you fellowship within the body, not just here at Trinity Lutheran Church, but throughout time and space. Everything that matters is yours. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Right? When I recognize my spiritual poverty, when I recognize my need for Jesus, I also recognize that I'm surrounded by a broken, sinful world. Right? And so Jesus says, yes, these are people who mourn over the death of loved ones, but this is also those who mourn over the brokenness of this world and its consequences, death being one of those. And so Jesus comes to offer comfort. He offers that in the forgiveness of sins, but also in the hope of the resurrection, right? That those who have died in faith because Jesus is risen, so too will they rise to new life. But this isn't just a comfort that makes you feel good, right? This is a comfort that reminds us to turn back to Jesus because he is our comfort, Right? And the beauty of these, especially as we start with the, with the, the first, blessed are the poor in spirit, for they, uh, for they will inherit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. The beauty of this is, as we start with that, it makes something like this not a law. It's really easy to read through the Beatitudes as a list of check boxes that I need to fulfill. And if, I, if I'm poor in spirit, if I mourn enough, if, if I'm a peacemaker, if I do all these things, then Jesus will bless me. But they're not laws. It's gospel. 
right? Jesus is saying, you are poor in spirit. Let me give you all that you need, right? You're going to mourn because you live in a broken world, but I give you comfort. And blessed are the meek. Or maybe a better way to understand that word, blessed are the humble, for they will inherit the earth. Right? This humility is not a weakness, but it's instead a strength to submit my will to God's will. Today, as you woke up and looked at the thermometer and it said negative one outside, it could have been very easy to say, you know what? It's just one week. My comforter and my bed is really cozy. I'll just stay. Right? But it takes strength to submit my will to God's will and to resist the temptation to do my own thing. So blessed are those who are humble, who submit themselves to God's will, for they will inherit the earth. And blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Right? This isn't uh, just like uh, the blessed are the poor in spirit. It's not a physical poor in spirit. This is not a physical hunger or a thirst, but, but people who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Again, this could be very easy to say, well, if I just want to be righteous enough, if I just want to be a good person enough, uh, enough and if I just do it, then Jesus will bless me. But going back to the very first thing that Jesus said, this is, blessed are those who understand that they are not righteous without God giving them righteousness, right? And so this is not, when I hunger and thirst for righteousness, it's not a pat on my back, but it's all credit to Jesus, who, when the Spirit gives faith, it says that we are clothed in the robes of Christ's righteousness, right? So when the Father looks at you, He does not see a poor, miserable sinner. He sees Jesus. He sees the robes of righteousness that cover you and make you whole. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. And we could go through the rest of them, and maybe sometime we will, but, but what does it mean to be blessed? This is not a materialistic wealth here on this earth. But it's that on my best day, I'm a child of God. And on my worst day, I'm a child of God. Hallelujah. I, you, are blessed. All right, to be blessed means realizing that you're empty, but you're filled with Jesus. Right? It's, it's not about being filled with myself or my goodness, but being filled with by Jesus, and covered in His righteousness today and tomorrow and for all eternity. On my best day, I'm a child of God. On my worst day, I'm a child of God. Hallelujah. I'm blessed.